You're listening to a brand new episode of Gospel of Repentance Ministries with Brother Dell. Take a listen. Real quickly, I want to define the word salvation. I'm looking at Vine's expository dictionary of Old and New Testament words. And salvation means deliverance, preservation. And in the New Testament in particular, and spiritually speaking, it talks about of the spiritual and eternal deliverance granted immediately by God to those who accept his conditions of repentance and faith in the Lord Jesus in whom alone it is to be obtained. The Greek word for salvation is soteria, S-O-T-E-R-I-A. It is also where we get the word soteriology, which means the doctrine or the teaching of salvation. All right. So that is a biblical definition of salvation. It's, it, it means to be preserved, to be rescued, and in particular for us, rescued from sin. All right. So, so here's the crux of the matter that I wanted to discuss with you in this episode. And the question is this is our salvation free the answer to that question or rather the way that i would answer would be yes and no here's the yes part it's free to the to those who believe that means you and i those of all of us who have professed jesus christ as our lord and savior and have genuinely repented of our sins. It is free for us. It is a gift. However, it wasn't free for Christ. It cost him everything, did it not? Because it cost him his very life. So for him, it was not free. Jesus Christ had to work, earn the salvation that we freely received and that we currently freely enjoy. All right. So this is what Jesus said regarding his life. I'm going to go to John's gospel, the 15th chapter, and I'm going to look at the 13th verse. All right. John chapter 15, verse 13, he says, greater love has no one than this, that someone laid down his life for you, for his friends. And he says, you are my friends if you do what I command you. All right. So I read John chapter 15 and actually verses 13 and 14. And so salvation came at the ultimate cost, the cost of our Lord's life. All right. So that's what I mean by salvation being free on one end, but not free on the other end. It's free on the human side, but it was ultimate cost on the divine side. Hopefully that makes sense. All right. So salvation 
is indeed free for us, but it came at the ultimate cost so that we could have it free because man is unable to save himself. Man cannot now or will ever be able to do enough good human works to merit the salvation of God because if we can earn salvation, then it is a slap in Jesus Christ's face because he came for nothing. He did all that for nothing. If we're going to turn around and say, you know, I'm good enough to get into heaven on my own because I'm a good person. I do good things. I don't harm other people. Well, this is what I will admit. Human good is just that. It's human good, but it's not good enough to God. God will not accept human good to enter into his kingdom, to enter into his glory, because the Bible says that man's righteousness is as filthy rags because it comes from a depraved and an unregenerate heart. And see, and that's where it all matters, right? So there are many people that do wonderful things on a human level, on a humanitarian level, on a philanthropic level, but that does not cut it with the Lord. So God has given us the prescription as to how all men will get to him. Jesus said it himself perfectly. John chapter 14, verse six, did he not? He says, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. No man comes to the father, but by or through me. That is totally, (laughs) totally inclusive. In other words, it can't be any other way, any other way, a person is a thief and a robber. So salvation is through Jesus Christ and through him alone. There's no ambiguity in that language. All right. Here's another passage of scripture that blesses me. Matter of fact, I'm going to read several of them. I'm going to go to John's, I'll check that, Romans chapter 8. We're going to start with verse 31, and I'm going to read to the end of the chapter. It says this, What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? Who shall bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is to condemn? Christ Jesus is the one who died more than that, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed is interceding for us, who shall separate us from the love of Christ, shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword, as it is written, for your sake, we are being killed all the day long. We are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. Verse 37. No. In all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any 
thing else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Romans chapter 8 verses 31 to 39. Beautiful words by the Apostle Paul. All right. So yet again, it talks about salvation being at the ultimate cost of Jesus Christ, but freely given to us who believe. Ephesians chapter 8 verses 2, 8, and 9 says this, for by grace through faith we have been saved, and that not of ourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. There's no ambiguity in that language either, is there? Ephesians chapter 2 verses 8 and 9, to me, two of the most powerful verses in all of scripture because it clearly defines that salvation is a supernatural work. Salvation was designed and created from heaven and given to those of us here on the earth. And we should be ever grateful and praise God for the salvation of our souls and our bodily salvation is on the way. It's just um, on layaway right now, so to speak. Amen. So once again, salvation is free and not free. And it's free because of what Jesus Christ did for us by giving his life in place of ours. In other words, the sinless died for the sinful and the guiltless died for the guilty. As someone wisely said is he paid a debt that he did not owe because it was a debt that we could not pay. Amen. I'll say that again. He paid the sin debt that he did not owe for a debt that we as human beings could never ever pay. All right. So God bless you, brother Dell. I'll talk to you soon.